stupid bitch. Yeah, you're a stupid bitch, you stupid bitch. Good evening, Australia. And good morning, Europe. And welcome to the special Eurovision spectacular of Stupid Bitches Say What, the Aussie podcast about everything and nothing but always with wine, and your hosts, Sean Hipkins and Sky Lee Collett. This very special episode is our inaugural Eurovision special, where we will cover the 2022 Eurovision Song Contest. Sky is going to give an overview and explain how Eurovision works, well, I'm going to cover some fun facts and relevant controversies. Hashtag Russia, hashtag Ukraine. Before we invite our spouses to join us and we list our top five entries, saving our number, pick, number one pick for last. Who will win? Well, we'll find out in the wee hours of Sunday, the 15th of May. What are you drinking, Sky? Well, look, I'm very excited about this episode um, and very excited as always to share what I'm drinking. Uh, I did quite a bit of research this afternoon in preparation for the podcast tonight because, as you know, I'm um, a newbie to the Eurovision scene, despite you having tried to convert me many, many years. I am left wondering how I never had been converted before this year, I've got to say, because I am in love. (laughs) It has become my new obsession, as has for Tyler. But in my research this afternoon, I was thinking, hmm, I'd love to have a drink tonight. That's Eurovision theme. So I looked at Eurovision cocktails. There was a fuck ton. Trying to pin it down to just one cocktail was completely insane. And most of them had ingredients that you couldn't get in Australia. So I was like, <laughs> I'm screwed. Um, then I was like, you know what? What about a beer for some of the selection that I have in my top five? Do you think I could fucking find a beer that goes with the countries that I picked, like Armenia? Do you think Australia has Armenian beer anywhere? Fuck no. <laughs> so I settled on. Drum roll. Busters. <laughs> no, it's Carlsberg. Very <laughs> good. It's from Denmark. I didn't even fucking know if it was English. Every time I see people drinking Carlsberg, I always thought it was an English beer, like a Stella. Um, but <laughs> it's from Denmark. So Denmark uh, act for 2022 is the song yes. the show by Ready that I believe you're familiar with it. So this is the beer of Denmark. This is one of my picks. Um, so I'm drinking Carlsberg this evening. What are you drinking, Sean? Thank you, stupid bitch. Well, I also wanted to team the theme with um, this year. As you know, um, I've been out and about for work the last couple of weeks, so I didn't actually get to a winery or a wine so you shop. Had to, you had to go to the rack, didn't you? You had to, to go rack. to the rack. And I think you'd be pleased to know that the wine I have gone with is one Sangiovese <laughs> bottle that I was given for my birthday from Sky recently. It's a beautiful Sangiovese. It's Sangiovese. And Calabria or Calabria is actually Italian. So it actually went with the theme I wanted to do. I wanted to get an Italian wine to represent the fact that the Eurovision is being held in Italy this year in Turin. Um, it's a Bellina. Sangiovese, 
2021, if you will. Um, and yeah, it's a true partnership. And it is quite nice. I'm very happy with the choice. So it all worked out well. So you're you into the Sangioveses now, aren't you? Do you like them? It's tasty. It's nice. It's not too heavy. It's not too light. Um, so it's funny you say that about looking for a cocktail, though. So as you know, Vinnie, Belinda, Maria, and I do Eurovision usually every year. And we'll get up, go through the semi-finals, read all about them, go to the finals, blah, blah, blah. Last year, I think it was, or the year before, we did a, um, a cocktail to represent the top five of each country. That's what uh, I was trying to do, but it was just too hard at the last minute, I think. I left it too late to try to coordinate that. So, and then we had special entry shots from Ireland and Australia because we're yeah. on the so we had a cocksucking cowboy for Australia, a baby Guinness for Ireland. Um, we I love had, baby Guinnesses. I, love, yes. I, haven't, I haven't had them in ages since Vinny made me one years ago. And we had a Aperol Spritz for Italy. Fucking Cup. hate Aperol Spritz. That was not our favourite. And we scored all the cocktails in the end like we would Eurovision. Um, but you'll see Vinny has actually done some set design. I just so, realised. That's fabulous. So we've got our Irish and Australian flags flying proudly and also the pride flag. So of course. you'll notice in Eurovision there is a strong pride theme. It's all mm -hmm, about mm -hmm. inclusivity and um, it's got a huge gay following. And Absolutely. Vinny has arranged some of our booze that we have on our counter that is represented. And the globe. Some... I love the globe. Oh, my God, he's so creative. I know. He didn't have an Australian entry, so he put a thing of Vegemite up there. That works. That totally works. No, oh, so we've got Italy, we've got, I can't remember what. Latvia. Latvia is the Stolichnia vodka, would you believe Stop. it? Yes. Latvia's um, eat your salad, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, this one is Sweden, absolute vodka. We've got Irish whiskey. We've got Edinburgh gin, so I guess that must be the UK. And French champagne. <laughs> Well, look, it's been fabulous. It's been a short week because we had Easter weekend. Um, yeah. It's certainly been a, a week of recovery because yes. we had such a blinder on Good Friday. Um, our listeners who... It was a Good Friday. It was it a was shit. A good... <laughs> <laughs> terrible set. I thought I was going to die and I couldn't get Eurovision songs out of my fucking head. I'll tell me about it. And you with your bebe, bebe, what, how does it go? Bebe, bebe. So tell them what we did on the Friday. What was the plan? So the Friday was, so um, for listeners out there who can relate, but I'm sure not everyone does this, but I have, my mum's always made us not eat meat on Good Friday. She doesn't follow any type of religious, um, you know, calling or requirement in any yeah. other way she certainly doesn't go to church but we've never been on that to eat meat on a friday so it's just a tradition that i've always done so we had my a mom crazy... does the exact same yeah. she doesn't any other religious followings um but yeah she never eats she'll eat fish she only eats fish, fish on of course yes always eat fish or prawns any type of seafood but um you can't even eat chicken um well at least yeah. that's what we've always done so we had a massive you know, vegetarian feast which was wonderful we all cooked some vegetarian dishes, which is always good to have a bit of veggie. I know we've talked about this. Agreed. You know, trying to be meat free 
a couple of times a week where you can. So we did that. Um, we did a planning day first for the podcast because we're so committed um, and we had a lot of things to work through. And then, of course, we started drinking. Um, well, there was a mad method behind the drinking as well. Like <laughs> we were doing it year Okay, year. what was the method? <laughs> we were tripping for Eurovision and we had to listen to all these songs, the entries, go through them all. Yes. with the girls and drink while we did yes you can't yes. do that shit sober for seven hours yeah we did it many 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 hours and at one point tyler had had a gutful um and said i can't listen to these videos any longer <laughs> I, I go to bed <laughs> yeah and he went to bed only for us to charge in there at about four in the morning so we're told none of us can remember <laughs> it arms leaked trying to wake him up running into the room um I don't and remember that at all pretended to be asleep again so <laughs> i'm told because um i don't recall it um yeah. i also don't recall being Vinny's little spoon um and sleeping in your bed for most of the evening <laughs> when we finally did go to bed yeah and tyler thought i was dead somewhere in a gutter because he couldn't find me and then i'm, I'm like scooched into Benny's arms are around me like ah like two little tiny face, koala bears and i was face down arms down my side apparently no you were me. doing the face down plank well you taught me that earlier that night if you remember when you slipped no, I don't. bounced off the couch and just fell face down on the floor i remember video oh. and i were wetting ourselves laughing because you did you went down but you didn't even put your arms out to stop yourself no you I, I think in lots of ways I'm like you know those people who their bodies just go limp when they injure like themselves. a fainting ghost yeah so go. they don't like ghost so <laughs> fainting ghost um you know so they don't injure themselves you know like when people fall off, off a building and stuff they say oh thank god he was drunk because if he was sober he would have killed him but because he was drunk yes. he just flopped off well I'm yeah. a bit like that because Tyler says as well you fall a lot Sky <laughs> you're oh, a god. very clumsy drunk that's <laughs> true I am very cool to drunk. But it was a good day. We did, we researched and did a workshop for season three of Stupid Bitches Say What, yes. which will premiere with this episode, the special episode on the 10th of May, I believe it is. That's so, so right. exciting. Yeah. Vision. yeah. Um, and then, yeah, we continued on with our drinking and our study of this night's episode and also our Eurovision top five. And historical Eurovision... Last? uh i'm down to the top eight yes and i well you gotta you're gonna have to cut three before we get to that part i've got five talk. but i've got three fucking special mentions okay okay well maybe we'll do but our technically special i have a five i have a top five technically yes i've got a top five too there was a lot that i had but to i have leave. three special mentions that i need to be able to talk about as well well if that's the case i have one two three four, five special mentions as well. <laughs> oh, you have the top ten. <laughs> That's you're rich. Like, you're scolding me. You can't have more than five and you've got fucking ten. I've only got eight, thank you very much. Uh, anyway, I, we digress. I probably have about 20, really. And once again, when you watch the live show, the semifinals, that'll change so yeah. at least we've got the two semi-finals to rustle I know, up I can't own. wait for the semi-finals and look you know listeners you'll be pleased to hear that one of the things that we talked about during our planning day was our need for more discipline and organization yeah. yet here we are waffling on about our top 20 <laughs> our top 20 <laughs> and arguing about how we should have a top five but both of us have not 
disciplined yeah. ourselves to come down to that top five. He has uh, 10, I have eight. <laughs> it's all part of the fun though. It's the it's blind lane, part- the fucking blind. It is. And look, it's been a... I'm not even sure I'm confident in my top five because there's so many that I still love, but I just got sick of hearing after our planning site. So I'm just like, nah, they're off. I feel so confused. I feel so, so confused right now that I really, whilst I do have a top five, in the end, I just went, you know what, I'm just going to use my original top five because I feel like if I listened again and rated them again, I'd change. go out again to another yeah. top 20. So I'm just... You we'll know, let that. it be known that I love every song in this competition. Yeah. Every song I have enjoyed in some way or another, some more than others, but certainly love them all. Yes. So it's very hard. So tell us about Eurovision. What do you know? All right, I'm just going to start with one thing. Yeah. Ooh, ah, uh, just a little bit. Ooh, ah, uh, a little bit more. Ooh, ah, uh, just a little. You know what I'm searching for. What's her name? Gina G. Gina G. Gina G. The UK. And she was an Australian entry. Well, she was. I know. So in my research, um. One of the things, so I was trying, so, okay, first I'm going to start out with saying I was trying to summarise Eurovision the best way that I could. I've done a lot of research over the last couple of days. I've read a lot of articles. Um, It's an incredibly complex competition. Even the way that they judge and the changes that have happened in the scoring and things that are allowed, things that are not allowed, the music being allowed, instruments needing to be on stage, even when it was pre-recorded, things like that. It's crazy the length of change that's gone through the competition. So to summarise it is quite difficult. Um, Mm. So in my research, I was trying to do that and I found an article from the Eurovision site themselves saying um, that, hang on, I've just got to pick up. So I went to the best source for advice for the, the official Eurovision site And it said, do you know someone who is completely unaware of the Eurovision Song Contest? Yeah, we do. Uh, (laughs) You want to explain it to them, but you really don't know where to start. Yes, definitely. That's me. Let us help you describe the amazing, the wonderful, and sometimes wacky contest we know and love. Wait for it. Step one, use a little song and dance. Uh, Uh, Just a little bit bit more. What's your bit? Um, your baby, baby. Ah, uh, baby, baby, If I had a dollar for every time you sung that to me on Friday, I would have hundreds of dollars, I believe. And there was plenty of recordings of it on Saturday too, because I couldn't get the fucking thing out of my head. Yeah. So it's a contest that's been running since 1956. Is that about right? 1955, I think they tried to put it together, and then not. They started talking about it and decided and they copied it off an uh, Italian competition that was a much smaller version. San Remo Music Festival. There we are. Yes, there you go. Um, see, I've done my research. Are you proud of me? Yeah. Um, so started in 1956. It started off with about 12 countries, didn't it? And then now it's like 46. Yes. Um, so there's, I'm not going to try to explain the voting because I still don't understand it. I'm not going to try to explain the rules because I still don't understand that either. Um, Australia became an honorary member 19, no, 2015. Yep. Um, so I have been aware of Eurovision through you, obviously, and also through the Australian entries over the last couple of years because Kate Mohaiki, I adore her, love her, love the song that she had, um, for the contest. 
but certainly have not been as invested as I am now and um, I'll watch it continuously every year. So there's two yes. semifinals um, cultivating in the main event that you talked about. When did you say this? Sunday 15th of May, early in the morning. Oh, yeah. So in Europe, it's the Saturday the 14th, like at night time, but it My airs birthday. here in the morning. Happy yeah. birthday to <laughs> That's right. Yeah. So the first two semis have 20 acts each and then the top 10 acts from each go through and then have the big five so yeah, I remember that one. it was like 2019 maybe it was oh, very yeah, recent. maybe and um and it was look you know <laughs> no offense to this um so i have another question that i wanted to ask and i, I struggled I, there's there's two parts to this quick question actually first of all do you think australia would be allowed to host it or do you think that we will would we actually have a chance of winning or do you think the politics when it comes to who picks who and how a lot of countries allegedly are in cahoots and things like that. Yeah. Do you think we ever have a real chance of winning it and I, posting it? I actually think we've got a good chance this year of winning it. We had a smashing chance when Dami M won it. Yeah. Um, and I think it was the politics that kept us from winning it that year because we won so many of the jury votes, um, mm -hmm. top jury votes. And when it came to the public vote, we got third, but we still ended up second overall. Um, and I think the politics stopped us winning because it was only our second year competing. Right. Then a couple of years after that, we didn't do too great. And I think that was very political. But I think now people are over the fact that Australia's in it. Yeah. And I think we'll have a good chance to win um, this year and in future years. But the deal is because um, we are so far removed from Europe, if right. we do win, we have to nominate a country to host it for us. I see. So we would never host it here. No, no. Well, oh, never that's say unfortunate. Never, never say never. Everyone wants to come to Australia. Surely all the journals and stuff will be like, yeah, let's go down yeah. under. Because it's have to accommodate to do the it. journals too, isn't it? Like, And it's also to accommodate the time it plays. Like, you know, yeah. they'd have to play, do it at 5 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Of course, of course, of course. Yeah, properly at that time. Because they're not going to do it at 5 a.m. for all of Europe. and Yes, and they'd get backlash, wouldn't they, from the people who've been yeah. watching it for, you know, 50 years people and would all have, of a sudden yeah. it's at a different time and it's so far away. And, yeah, I get that. Fair. That's fair. But that's why that's I thought it was an interesting thing because I thought, like, I wonder even if we did win, would we be allowed to host it? But we have to nominate a European country. But um, just lastly, I'd also want to touch on, even though Vinny's going to hate me for this, um, the Eurovision Song Contest, the story of Fire Saga with Will Farrell and Rachel McAdams. I personally love the movie. Um, and I think if you want a snapshot of what Eurovision is and you want to have a giggle along the way, certainly watch that movie and it might make you fall in love with it. But I think this podcast is going to be the thing that makes you fall in love with it. If you're not already in love with it. So. And millions of listeners out there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. So to quickly touch on the top, the big five. So there's five countries that basically fund Eurovision going ahead. If yeah or contribute a lot of money towards it going ahead. The country who wins, though, do have to pay a lot of money in hosting it. But in return, they get a lot of tourism and a lot of dollar generated from it too, or whichever yeah. currency. Um, so the big five are Spain, Germany, UK, Italy and France. Mm -hmm. And the reason why, and a lot of people think it could be unfair that they get a guaranteed spot in the grand final just because they pay the most money. But it's to ensure that the... You know that their country keeps going, and that the country is going to their country 
is going to tune into it. So those broadcastings get the money from it as well, the revenue from it. Because yeah. if they, if the UK, who have done terrible in the last few years, and I think a lot of that's political, yeah, if yeah, they yeah. dropped out of the semifinals, the UK is not going to watch the grand final. That's a lot of money that the people are losing after the money they're putting in and shit. Yeah. So I'm okay yeah. for it. And they do have the disadvantage of not being able to perform in a semi and get momentum from that to sort of carry them into a winning spot in the grand final. I did read a little bit about that. And also because they guaranteed the spot, there's a lot of negativity towards that. So then a lot of the countries won't vote for them and a lot of the viewers won't vote for them. But I do love the part about how you're not allowed to vote for your own country. Like yes. The judges aren't allowed to and the listeners aren't allowed to. I'm sure this way you could rig it. Um, with the technology these days however I think the honor in that system is still like you know vote for other countries like you know yeah yeah exactly exactly right participate be involved in like the beauty of the process boring thing of yeah yeah I agree I agree um all right so do you want me to go into some of my my bits here we go well I thought because it's our first Inaugural Eurovision special. I'd do some firsts. First of many. First of many. First of many. Damn right. So as you mentioned already, the first event was held in 1956 on the 24th of May. And yeah, it was discussed in 1955 in Monaco, um, as you said, inspired by the San Remo Music Festival in Italy. And they decided to hold the first Eurovision Song Contest in the Swiss resort of Lugano the following year, 56. So the first edition of the contest was very different from today, as you have also mentioned. You know, you would have seen in your facts as you were going along how there used to be an orchestra and the singer. And the conductor. I found that fascinating. Yeah, and the conductor would be introduced as well as the singer at yeah. the thing. And that was that only dropped probably about 20 years ago or something. Yeah, but then they also used to say that whatever music that you used in your set, um, you, you could pre-record it, but the instruments still needed to be on the stage and they had that rule in place for a bunch of years. So even so though it was pre-recorded, uh, if you had a piano, the piano needs to be on the stage and the violin needs to be on the stage to represent the music that was used. I guess they were concerned about people faking it. And then when electronic music came in, so Gina G's one, and this caused a little bit of controversy. So this was 1996, I think we said. Um, they She had Apple, two Apple computers on stage because most of the background music was electronic. So they nice. still needed to have that rule where the instruments need to be on stage, but the instruments oh, wow. were computers because it was mixed. So they had the Apple computers. I know. So that's what I was thinking. Like when I was reading, I was like, oh my God, we have to watch the clip. I can't believe out of all those clips we watched on Good Friday, you didn't Gina make me watch the Gina G. <laughs> I love well, we that did. song. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll have to have that as one of our other nights where we go through some of the classic Eurovision songs. Yeah. Uh, um, so yeah, the first edition was held with seven countries participating, and they had to they got to perform two songs each. The countries oh. were yes, Netherlands, Switzerland, Belgium, Germany, France, Luxembourg, and Italy. The voting was secret and was never made public, so there was mm-hmm. no scoreboard. And the scoreboard's the most fucking intense part of yeah. Eurovision. And funnily enough, Luxembourg asked Switzerland to vote on its behalf. And Switzerland won that year. <laughs> they won the very first competition. Um, the program only lasted an hour and 40 minutes as opposed to the four-hour grand finales we get today, plus the two semifinals that go for about two hours each. 
only one artist was allowed on stage and songs couldn't be longer than three minutes and 30 seconds. It's now reduced to three, three. minutes. Three. I was going to say, I think it's three now. It is. They've had to cut it because of all the entries, I guess. Mm-hmm. It was mainly made for radio. There was one single camera that was in the studio for the benefit of the few Europeans who actually had a TV. The first winner, as we know, was um, Switzerland and her name was Liz Asia. Yeah. Yeah, with the song Refrain. Another first, um, as we've touched on as well, Australia's first participation in Eurovision was in 2015 with Guy Sebastian and the song Tonight Again. It actually wasn't a bad song. Some people who don't really like Guy Sebastian's music, it wasn't like too moi, bad. I'm not a fan. But uh, yes. Vince's not a fan either, but it wasn't, it wasn't too bad. Um, we were granted permission to enter into the competition to commemorate the 60th anniversary of the contest and to not hinder the chances of the actual European countries performing in the semis, we were sent straight to the grand final. So we didn't take anyone's spot. We were part of the big six, but it was a big seven that year. And we ended up coming fifth. It's very generous. I think it's very generous that one, they allowed us to come into it and two, that they sent us straight to the finals. Like To the finals, yeah. I know, and it's very funny because the next parts I'm saying, like, it's kind of like they were sort of teasing it with Europe to see how they were going to react to us, and then boom, because our first appearance in Eurovision was actually two years prior in 2013, and it was during the first semi-final in Sweden with a short pre-recorded video titled Greetings from Australia, and it was broadcast during the interval acts and marked the 30th anniversary that Eurovision had been broadcasted in Australia. And as we know, Eurovision is huge in Australia. There's Mm. a lot of, we have more per capita, we have more viewers than some of the European countries that are actually- Stop it, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, it's huge here. Um, The following year, so in 2014, Denmark was set to host the next edition, hashtag Carlsberg. Hashtag Carlsberg. Charles. Charles. Um, They were set to host the next edition after winning the song the year prior with only teardrops. And on my birthday, hashtag 24th of March, the Danish broadcaster gave permission to SBS to perform with an interval act in the second semi-final with Jessica Mowboy singing Sea of Flags. And the rest is history, please. And then after that, so it was like from 2013. The last first for Eurovision is the first time Eurovision had been cancelled since it started in 1956 Mm. was 2020. COVID, you dumb bastard. Thanks, COVID. Um, Okay, so they're my first little points. The next one I want to get into is some thing that I think is relevant with the Ukraine versus Russia saga. I don't want to do Russia because I want Ukraine to be the fucking ones that are the stronghold. But there's been a lot of controversy between the two countries throughout the competition anyway, hasn't there? It has. Eurovision has also been staged some of the greatest rivalries in the world, such as Russia and the Ukraine. Mm -hmm. And as we know, this year, Russia have been banned from Eurovision after declaring war on the Ukraine. Uh Um, Russia has been involved in Eurovision since 1994 and the Ukraine since 2003. And at first they had positive reaction relationships, Mm -hmm. um, both exchanging top three points with each other several times over the years. However, in 2007, the Ukraine entered Eurovision with the drag act of Dancing Lasha Tumbai, it was called. And it was a guy dressed in like mirrorball suit. He had 69 written on his back. It was this old drag queen. It was fucking, it's brilliant. It ended up being the runner up that year. 
and it goes, um, Lasha Tumbai, I love you, T. Lasha Tumbai, emergency. Lasha Tumbai. And they say that Lasha Tumbai is a Mongolian phrase for whipped cream or milkshake. But it was later alleged, though, that there are no such words in Mongolian as Lasha and Tumbai, and the catchphrase bears no meaning at all. There have also been allegations that the words were chosen to due to their phonetic resemblance to Russia goodbye. Lasha Tumbai. Yeah, so it sort of sounds like Russia goodbye. And it went down like a fucking um, lead fart with uh, Putin. And it, it was a, allegedly a reference to the 2004-2005 Orange Revolution in the Ukraine, which I'm not sure what that's about, but I'm guessing it had to do with Russia. In 2016, Ukraine. I've entry. read about this one. It's something about Carmian or something like that. Yeah. I didn't read yeah. about the first one, but I read about this one. The 1944 song. So this is a song that we lost Eurovision to with um, Dami M. So we're very bitter about it um, because you're not allowed to have songs in Eurovision that have political influence and stuff like that. They don't want any divide. It's like you can't walk into a pub with a fucking sports jersey on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she, so a song that Jamalia that was inspired by her great grandmother's experiences during the deportation of the Crimean Tatars by the Soviet Union. The song was criticized by Russian officials who argued that it violated Eurovision's rules against political content due to mm -hmm. its allusion to the crisis, mm -hmm. but it went on to win the song contest. Um, we, we are much more prouder Dami fans. <laughs> My brother Lee goes that fucking bitch who howls on stage and she does. She's like, oh. <laughs> so Teddy's very bitter about that. Um, but so this was Russia who won again or Ukraine won? So the Ukraine won that, won that year in, with 1944. But so Ukraine's won once, twice. Um, I think they've won a couple of times actually. So Ireland has the most yeah. wins consecutively well yeah so i've got them in my fun facts about that about ireland but yeah so there was calls for russia to boycott the ukrainian hosted contest that following year mm -hmm. um over the ongoing conflict in eastern ukraine russia did unveil an entry and an entrant julia Samolia, who's this lady who's in a wheelchair actually she's very crippled um However, after she was unveiled as their entry, it was reported that Somalia, Somalia, whatever, had been banned from entering Ukraine for three years for violating a, a Ukrainian ban on direct travel to Crimea from Russia. So that's like the Crimean Tatars, whatever. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Eurovision Broadcasting, the EBU attempted to reconcile the issues so that she could perform calling upon the ukrainian government to remove or defer her travel ban for the contest and offering russia the opportunity to um, perform the song from a remote venue yes however, i remember this yes however russia's delicate broadcaster channel one russia passed on the offer wanting to have her perform in kiev with all the other entrants and on the 13th of april in 2017 they announced that they would not broadcast the contest and effectively withdrew from the from the um, Eurovision that year, so there has been a lot of tension between the U Ukraines and Russia and Eurovision, um, which is sad. But you know, mm, we love all our listeners. We love all our listeners. We just don't love war. 
Um, some fun facts for us now, and then we can quickly go into our special mention. So as you said, Ireland is the most successful country in Eurovision history with seven wins under its belt. Didn't Vinny bang on about that on Friday? Vinny <laughs> bangs on about that every fucking year. <laughs> it's closely followed by Sweden, who have six wins. And Sweden, so while Ireland's last win was in 1996, so quite a while ago, yeah. Sweden have been contenders every year since we've started. I think Sweden might take it out this year, to be honest. No, to, to be honest with you, Sweden have always been a very big contender to take it out. So if Sweden win, they then become equal leaders with Ireland and Ireland really needs to fucking lift its game mm. to continue getting their stronghold. I would like That's Ireland- rich. That is when rich. you're talking to me, that's rich. Take your mirror up the wall. <laughs> you getting used to your reflection. That's yeah, rich. I, I want Ireland to win so it gets an eighth win and just creates a bit more of a gap between Sweden because Sweden are fucking nipping on the heels. That time. song is a grower, though. It does definitely grow on you after multiple listeners. I do it quite enjoy it. Um, yes, it's just I not agree. my top five. No. And it's part yeah. of me top eight. <laughs> <laughs> Ireland um, haven't really done strong at all in the last few years with Eurovision and even getting to the, um, to the grand final. I actually have a bit of hope that they might get a bit of a following and get into the grand final this year, which would be fantastic if she does. Even if she comes last in the grand final, just get the bitch there. Yeah. Hashtag Ireland, hashtag that's rich. Mm. Um, um, some other fun facts. ABBA is dubbed the most successful act to come out of Eurovision. They, Waterloo. With Waterloo. I was defeated you on the wall. They also received Mil Poix from the UK that year. <laughs> What's Mil Poix? Mil Poix. So because it, it's the broadcast, they when they do the um voting, they speak in French and English. Mm -hmm. And so when they reveal it's like um Mil Poix is nil zero points. So Mil Poix from the UK went to Sweden that year for Europe, for Waterloo. <gasps> I can't remember what the 12 points is. I think it's duo poids. Vinny, what's 12 points? Douze poids. poids is 12 points. And Vinny can speak French, so we'll get him to give his poids all over our faces. Um, in 1969, we saw four countries, yes, four, win Eurovision. The UK, Spain, France, and the Netherlands all racked the same score. Ah. Um, so there was they didn't know what to do in the event of a tie so all four won and that was the year that fucking who's the chick who sings to sir with love to sir with lulu oh we watched, it. She won. We watched that yeah. one i'd quite like that song yes well she didn't use that song she's saying um i go bing bang a bang bing bang a bang da, 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 some shit but yeah <laughs> And since that, they've now made it so that there can be no ties somehow. Mm -hmm. And I think that may be part of the change to the scoring system. The least successful country in Eurovision is Norway. They ended up in last place nine times overall. The most Are they in this year? Um, Lorraine from Sweden. And I've shown you, showed you this song that night too. She's a little dancer. Why? Doing the MC Hammer walk across the stage. Yeah, uh, yeah, I remember. So she's the most successful act to win Eurovision, receiving the top. Well, okay, so this is fucking Portugal has got the most points overall with this stupid song. This guy you want to smack his face in, but Lorraine, she's received the most top marks 
receiving um, top 12 points, the Dupois from um, 12 points from 18 countries. 12 countries. No, from um, 18 countries. Uh, do you know what you were just saying about Norway? I've just yeah. checked the list. Guess what song Norway has? Oh, they're that fucking. Give that eager. wolf a banana. Give uh, that wolf a banana. Before I, that wolf eats my grandma. Give that I, wolf a banana. I will call you king. I will call you Tim. My last fun fact I love is. It. We spoke about the story of Fire Saga, the Netflix movie, which came at the right time in 2020 when Eurovision had been cancelled. It was a massive hit with fans, hit with fans, and also featured real life Eurovision stars yes. such as Alex Ryback, Jamal, and Conchita West. Yeah. Fly like a phoenix out of the ashes. It's so great. And the, the performances in it are so great as well. Like, I love that kind of film. And um, I'm a Will Ferrell. I don't love all these films. Some of them are a bit too silly for me. But um, I thought it was, was great. I've watched it a couple of times. I love it so much. I know everybody hates it. But I think it's a great film. <laughs> There's a few things that happen in it that aren't that don't stay true to Eurovision. Like, yes. you can only have performers on stage. There's some that have a few more performers and stuff like that. Yeah. But yes, no, I, I quite enjoyed it. And we'll probably watch it again in the lead up to Eurovision this year. But they're my facts. Well, there you go. Um, I think it's probably time to bring the boys in then, is it? Would me. Have you been there the whole time? Yes, in right. Like a little drag queen. Fact checking everything that's been done. Oh. I wait, Kat, my turn. Now, did I mention last week at any stage that Ireland have won seven times? We've mentioned it in here. I just want <laughs> to give everyone a reminder. Sure we also Friday. talked about how much you banged on about it in the podcast. I heard. Yes. I was behind the screens. <laughs> how are we? How are you, Tyler? Sky? Good, how are you? What are you drinking? Oh, What's that's Bailey's. That? I'm trying to keep it Irish. Ah. I'm drinking a recorder like that tastes like fucking piss. Why can't we keep it as Australian? Why can't I have more Australian? Because you're not picking an Australian act. Oh, you've got rules on what you can drink. <laughs> I like it. No. Oh. Yeah, it has to be uh, top five. He's drinking a Carlsberg. Carlsberg, sorry, it's a Danish. Which is Danish. in my top five, so it's, that's allowed. It's pretty good, actually. I don't mind. So for the listeners at home, we've got our spouses in here now, and we're going to get into the nitty-gritty of the Eurovision songs. So we're going to release, reveal our top five each. And they're the top five, saving the one that you want to win for the end. Right. Is it just top five? Just top five. You're only getting your five. Only getting five. Not 23. Okay. No. No, you can't. 24. Well, not eight sure. or 10, okay? Certainly not eight or 10. We can do some special mentions after our top five. For new listeners out there, Sean's husband is Vincent from Ireland and my soon-to-be husband Howdy. is Tyler from Foster. In New South Wales. <laughs> <laughs> you should have been drinking a Foster's, Tyler, representing your hometown and oh, Australia. It tastes like piss. It tastes worse. Tastes, than tastes cider, apparently. And <laughs> may I ask one question then? So the top five that we that we are going to uh, reveal here is Go that on. the top five who we actually think will win or it's who we want to five. win? It's your, your top, top five. five. So whilst my top five doesn't contain the artist that I believe will probably win it, okay, perfect. Um, it's my five favourites. I asked right. the same question of because I was like, I eh. and keep, it's and not keep what I think will win; it's what I want to win. 
Okay, very good. All right, so how do we want to do this? We'll all reveal one song at a time, saving our first one for last. Uh, one that we think is going to win last. So we're going from fifth place down to first place. Fuck, this is hard. But I've got like a tied for first sort of thing. Got to choose one. Uh, go, go to your head, Ty. You have to choose, unfortunately. Trust me, I'm under so much pressure here. <laughs> well, I'll get to that. Anyone who's barely been able to whittle it down from 23 is telling you you must pick. I have. I've whittled it down to a top 15, and some of them are repeated. <laughs> <laughs> and they're probably not even all from this year. <laughs> some of them aren't even in Europe. <laughs> Yeah, all the old Irish ones that won in consecutive yeah. Yeah. I'm like, in your eyes, needs to win again. Yes, eight <laughs> minutes. Even in it. it was just the act. Yeah. Hey, guys, we've got a spare eight minutes to watch this. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Let's start with Tyler. What's your, what's your coming in in fifth place? Fifth place. For Tyler. Done to your head. <sighs> got snap. <gasps> oh, oh, oh! Okay, okay. I knew he wasn't going to put it in, in there, but oh. they're from Armenia. Tyler, fifth place oh. is Snap from Armenia. Snap is such a good song, isn't it? It's really happy. Kind of... one, the more we listen to it, the more I like it. By Rosa Lynn, just in case you didn't know who the artist was. It's Rosa Lynn. Still in Rose, my we heart. We love you if you're listening to this podcast. Oh. We love your film clip too. It's amazing. Tyler has snap from fucking Armenia. Vinny, what's your fifth place? I put down um, Estonia. What's the song? Oh. I hope, I hope, I hope, I hope. I hope. Jeez, we listened to that one a few times, didn't we? It's kind of country and it just made it into my top five by the skin of its teeth and only because it was the last song I was listening to before I got off the bus today. So I was getting off in a great humour, kind of going, oh, done for the weekend. And I hope, I hope, I, I hope. I haven't so. dared re-listen since Friday. I had all the songs stuck in my head over the weekend when I was super hungover. That drove me a little bit bonkers. And it's then I so haven't dared listen because I've yeah. got too many in my head to pick up. What were you saying? And mine's like, make Oh, God. Oh, when the suggestion was made last Saturday morning to put on the playlist, Tyler jumps up and went, please, no. 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 Uh, we were on your side, we were Tyler. on your team, but, Tyler. Uh, like, no. I haven't listened to it since. You were all still drunk. Whilst we were eating our dirty KFC for breakfast. Yeah, yeah I think I'd done... Wicked wings all over our face. Ah, ho. Ah, ho. It was <laughs> wicked Eurovision damage done that wicked night. Wicked Eurovision damage. <laughs> all yeah. right. So do you want me or do you want to go next, guy? You go first. All right. So coming in fifth for me is Jezebel, Finland. Oh. Okay. So everyone's got someone different for fifth place. Okay. So coming in fifth place for me is coming from Greece and it's <sighs> Die Together. Amanda Giardi Tenford. Yeah. Look, she was one of my faves at the beginning, but there's just too many now. Together now. I won't lose you to another. Another. Love it. Okay. Tyler, you're up. Fourth place. Um, I hope. I hope. Oh, oh yay! 
It's a score for hope. <laughs> All right, Vinny, what's your number four? Okay, so I was kind of in the same situation as Tyler there a minute ago with the gun to the head. Yeah. Um, and it was a tie-up between Ukraine no, and just one, just Romania, one, just but one. I'm revealing my answer. Just one. And I have to say, Romania pipped them to the post. With? Uh Oh, my baby. Oh, my God. Yeah, it just kind of gave me more feel good than the Ukrainian Stefani. We listened to that one a few times too, didn't we? Yeah, we ripped it. We did. I think we pipped it to number two on the YouTube streams, possibly just from your house alone. But yeah. Uh, I went with um, with Romania in the end for number four. That's respectable. I respect that. Yes, yes. Thank you. My um, my number four is from Israel. You oh. know I am. Oh. <laughs> it was no. so hard to cut that one for me. I, I ended up loving it. I hated it in the beginning and I love it now. I think he's going to do a great performance. I actually think he has, he'll definitely get into the top, like, you know, the final, at least. Hopefully. Yeah, he'll definitely pass the semis. He'll definitely be in the finals. And I reckon probably even the top 10, I think. Um, he'll get a good place, I reckon. All right. Was so he Israel? Israel. Yeah. Who's your um, top fourth scan? Okay, so I'm going to do a Vinny uh, because I forgot that I actually had a top six and I started my top five from the fourth oh, one. Top five. So my fourth one <laughs> was actually Hope Astoria, but I'm going to cut that one, Estonia, I mean, and I love Estonia and I love that song. I'm going to cut that and replace it with my fourth as Stripper, San oh. Marino, Achille Loro or Achille. Oh, wow. Yeah, they were in my top three. Yeah, they were in my. They were going to get a special mention. All right, Tyler, number three for Tai Tai. Uh, I've got Hold Me Closer. That was just sick. Hold closer until. No, I, just love I think she's going to win it. I, uh, she's not in my top five. I, think she might too. I love it though, but I think she's going to win. Not in top five. No. Really? She's my honourable mention. I love her, but she's not in top five. She's don't judge. Fair. Don't judge. Good choice, Tyler. Good choice. Yeah, good a good choice. choice. Um, Great performance. Yes. Obviously, I'm obviously I'm petrified of a win from Sweden. Um, yes. I don't want them to equal our record. Well, yeah, just pull out another river dance. <laughs> right. You'll be fine. I can do it. No. Um, <laughs> I want to see that. Who's your top three? Oh, who's I'm my next person? Didn't do it on fucking Good Friday, actually. Yeah, okay. So, you <laughs> wouldn't do it for me. I was too sober. Uh, I don't know about that. My next one in third place, um, I, I, I I put down Poland River. Uh, uh, look, yeah, yep, yeah, totally get why. Yeah, I like River. It's not my top five, but it's a good song. With, with him, right, It's to me, it's all about his voice. The song is very simple. And the stone dies. Um, it's very, very simple. Like, oh, I could probably write it. No, I probably couldn't. It's a but good filter too. It's a simple yeah. song, but it's just it shows a it's crazy powerful. range of his voice. Like yeah. it's it's pretty chilling. Um, it's a depressing song, so I don't know if it's going to get the votes, but it's definitely be. getting my backing. That's for sure. I um I had them in my top five, but I had to cull it after Good Friday because again, it was just I've just said too much. Oh, you couldn't listen to it on a Tuesday. Now you'd be like, <laughs> oh, you'd be down the river yourself. <laughs> <laughs> All right, my top 
three. My third one is um, Guilty Pleasure by Croatia. Okay. Yeah, that was probably okay. one, six or seven. Uh, plagiarism. Three for Sky. Okay, so my third is from Denmark. Oh. Um, the Show by Ready. That is a good one too. I like love a, the show. That was, my, um, that was my six. And look, I'm actually, I'm actually disappointed about like? putting it third. I should have put it first or second actually. So I'm a bit disappointed about Remember that. Remember that one? What? Ah, so Sky, yes, this was one of your show. Like a back to the 80s kind of a thing. Yeah. But we're really, really love. Yeah. I love that. Um, yeah, okay. So who's two for Tyler? Tyler number two. Oh, see, this is one or two, one or two. They're going to stare, Tyler. What's he gonna do? I don't know. Come on. Hot sticking. I'll go with uh, intention. I love that. You're putting intention number two. I'm shocked. Okay, okay. I thought that was going to be number one for sure. Number one. That's like the rock metal one. It's so catchy. But I feel like they're a little bit repetitive with the chorus. That was a good one. That's a good choice, Tyler. I like that. Walk down the aisle song. (laughs) (laughs) I'm never in the safety zone. (laughs) All right. Uh, Prunches, number two. Um, number two, and what was the? Am I joking? Uh, number two, I put down. Um, Australia. Oh. Oh, okay. Yeah, of course, of course. Not the same. Number one, regardless of what country you're from, I think it's an amazing song with an amazing singer who's got an incredible voice. Um, I love songs where you can actually hear what the person is singing without having to google the words the lyrics where you can pick it up straight away and you connect to it straight away and i think sheldon for me anyway and i think for a lot of the people in our communities and other communities yes um would definitely relate latch on to that song and the fact that the guy wrote it when he was 15 years of age um is an absolute credit and like a testament to him so the other part of it is the fact that it's Australia and you know, yeah, hashtag Australian. So, yeah, Sheldon Riley, there you go, number two. Very good. All right, my number two song is Hold Me Closer Until the Sunrise. Sweden. My number two is Tyler's number three. She did make my top 23, Sweden. <laughs> My honourable mention. Um, I love her. It is a great song. I I think it's going to win. Yeah, I think it's going to win. I think it's had a really good shot at winning. Um, I don't think it's going to win. Sweden, their last couple of years, well, the last like maybe seven or eight years, have always done really kind of catchy songs that you could really kind of get in and do a bit of a buggy with. So it's a bit, it's definitely a different tactic from them this year going in with the with the ballot yeah. and when it's good and it's nice and all and I really enjoy listening to it didn't finish in my top five. Oh, did not no and I don't think she's going to win yeah. are you slightly biased though could we say considering I would say there's a bit of bitterness win. in there yeah. they're going to knock no Ireland it's out just, of the top it's spot bitterness bitterness <laughs> he's bitter um, <laughs> as my auntie would say he's bitter um, I am bitter yeah um, I was going to say something about it yes Pet Sweden Sweden. Oh yeah, do you remember when we showed you the mummers? 
the three ladies. Do, 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 the big ladies. And you do it for me too. And they didn't get to perform in 2020 because Eurovision got cancelled. Yeah. We'll play it after. I can't remember. Well, can I just add with Sweden? Here There's... we go, Sweden bashing again. No, no, this is not. This is in their defense. There's three countries in the, at the moment in Europe where their their Eurovision song is number one in their charts. Oh wow! Yeah, and that's Sweden, Iceland, and Italy. Wow. So there are three countries that take their Eurovision pretty seriously. seriously. Yeah. Like like it or love it, they're listening to the song. Yeah. Um, well, it's a shame that none of Australia's entries from our whole decides aren't even in the top 40. With all the some... shit music that's out there at the moment, like yeah. every time I turn the fucking radio, I'm like, but it's oh. the shit music that just constantly gets re Like, right. I'm just like, how can none of those Australia Decide songs be in the charts? Just and there are some kind of people in that, like, in that Australia Decide. Totally. But in good news, Sheldon has passed mm. 1 million on, on Spotify. Oh, Look, I good. think he's going to get to the end. I think he'll I get think close. Will, yeah. um, for me, I don't know that he'll win it. Um, I think the Australian card might play a little bit of a part in it, as well as the fact it's a yes. ballad and it's a slow song. But no I, I haven't watched it enough to. Oh, um, when the Ukraine won in nineteen forty-four, I think that was a slow song with Sheldon. Should hear that one. But I've got a kind of, I've got a bit of a feeling that I think the novelty of the fact that Australia is participating in it has slightly worn off. Yes, Beto was saying that before. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think it has, and it, it'll take something extremely powerful. Like, I mean, you can't beat Dami M as far as, I, as I'm concerned when it comes to Eurovision entries. Like, I think fit? Sheldon will. Um, I think he'll be up there with her. We'll see the performance. We can't judge yet. Mm. But anyway, number one is then don't I, I'm digressing, and my apologies. <laughs> Continue, right. me. Sky, number two. Oh, we've done that. Number two. Um, so I had uh, Croatia guilty pleasures as well, um, oh. but I'm regretting that. I I think she should have been <laughs> about probably four or five. Um, but you want to like we'll record it as your number two here. Yeah, but switch them again around, Kenya. I want I want um the show as my number two and Croatia as my number three. Okay, so we'll do a little switcheroo. Just so for Sky's, you, we bend the rules. Guys, number three is guilty pleasures, same as Bernas. And uh, the show is number two. All right. Now we're getting to our number one song. Drum roll. <laughs> okay, that's forever. Oh, I'm shocked. I didn't. Oh, wow, he went with it in the end. Eat Your Salad didn't make it in your top five, Tom. No, because they took the lyrics out. They, they, that's right. They, I remember yeah, that. Yeah, about that. That was a... That was a I'm shocked that Rimmo was there because I... Love was it. that the P word, P letter? P, P word. letter. Yeah, pussy. Pussy. You can pussy say it on our podcast, we say all kinds of words. We, we say the C words, the F words, the P words. You don't say the C word very often because I don't like that word. I oh, know, it's very rare. Only when necessary. But we say pussy a lot. You <laughs> when necessary. Tyler, I do remember that was a stupid bitch to say what Eurovision controversy. When Tyler's um, number one, Eat Your Salad, dropped out of the fucking favourite list altogether mm-hmm. due to... Because they dropped the word pussy, yeah. Because the first lines of it start with, instead of meat, I eat veggies and pussy. pussy. That's the best. It's the best sign to a song I've ever heard. I like him fresh. I was saying, I don't even know how it got approved to be an actual song representing the country. It did shock me when I first heard it. I was like, this isn't Eurovision, is it? Yeah, like you can understand how a wolf eating the banana can slip through the cracks and like, you know, it's not really offensive. 
Um, it is a cracking song, though. It is a cracking song. Awesome. I have to ask, it how's promotes... the Sangiovese going? Just so you have another set. Is it really? delicious? Do you love? Are, are you converted to the Sangiovese now? Look, it's it's in there. It won't be my only wine I drink. <laughs> the cat's ass. And the melee. It's my blend. Very good. It's oh. a good song. It's a great song. It is a great song. Oh, it's sad, but it's got. It's oh, just so it. good. His voice is just insane. Yeah, it is a he good. packs a punch, doesn't he? He does. Yeah. Now that's a good choice, Tyler. I'm kind of. And it looks it. makes it look easy. Makes it look like yeah. effortless. Yeah, yeah I agree with that. Yeah. And you're, you're right. Effortless is a great word because there's parts right there. He's barely even an open his yap, and he's yeah. able to go those notes. Yeah. 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 Like if I want to reach those notes, I need a good wide mouth. <laughs> you do have a big wide mouth. <laughs> <laughs> And I can reach those notes. That's what I was getting at. <laughs> Little fun fact, Tyler. When I've Googled River Eurovision, this guy was actually on The Voice Poland. Oh, was he? Beneath Your Beautiful, he sings. So you'll have to YouTube that one. Prunches, what is your number one entry? And is it... I'm hating to hear this because I'm shocked it wasn't Sheldon. I think it's That's Rage. It's Taking theater after is it? And you get more of your reflection. That's I, really your number one. I'm look, shocked. What is it? I have playing. That's rich. You know, I was um, that can't be look, the only reason that you picked as your number one, surely. On some Eurovision Instagram theory the other day, and this guy um, left a comment under one of the, the posts saying, without doubt, she is the winner right there. And he was dead serious. And he had about 16 likes. Well, with me, he had 17. And <laughs> was like, oh, my God, yes, I've got a fan. Mm. Um, no, look. Is it not that? It is. Oh, okay. To me, right, with, with this song, yes, there is obviously a lot of bias in there. Um when I'm listening, but it's your to, choice. You own up to it. At least you own up to the vibe. When I listen to the whole um, Eurovision 2022 playlist, and this song comes on, it's like a breath of fresh air. It's like all of these ballads and kind of like somewhat kind of like yeah, okay songs. Heavy this year. And the next thing all you hear is dun, 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 her song, and it just gives me that instant kind of like yeah, she's going to be an icon in the gay clubs she's going to have a massive massive yeah. following like she's it going to be definitely grows on you that song the more you listen to it euros into a dollar gun not american dollars this time uh, yeah she has a little dollar gun you know that yeah, it's, out that. Yeah, it's rich oh, is she american <laughs> no oh, it's no. just because it's it's like a oh. money gun thing it's just shooting out bills. american dollars <laughs> I hope she does. I hope she gets to the final. I hope she sings the words nothing in her Irish accent because in Ireland we call it nothing. I got nothing to prove that's rich instead of nothing to prove. All right. Nothing to prove. So for no shock to anybody, and yes, I am biased, but I also fucking love this song. Well, well, well. Is not the same by Finney Caroline. So you both picked your, like, you know, nationality of country in the songs. Neither Tyler or I did. No. But, and look, I could be biased, but it is also, I just love the fucking song. I thought he did a very powerful performance too. I'm, you going to- I'm, just, I'm just still dirty about it winning. Yeah. We still, we still want 
um, Irian as a as a um vibrator. It was a good song. Oh, look, that song grew on me. Like after about three or I four listens, I was just like, I was singing it, walking around the house. I was waking up at two o'clock in the morning singing it to my reflection in the mirror. <laughs> yeah, your reflection in the mirror. That's rich. Oh, yeah, then I'd stay there and do that's rich. <laughs> um, next year, we'll have to do a little Aussie Eurovision special podcast as well, where we can all do our little countdowns for that. Yeah, yeah, Top that's great. Yeah, for Aussie Decides. <laughs> all right. And now for our final top one reveal. Final. I don't think it's going to be any surprise to anyone, but to be honest, it really was a toss-up between Denmark, the show, and this one. And I'm having major regrets. I didn't put it in the first sure. place, to be honest. I'm not too sure who it is. Um, it's Snap, Armenia. Of course. Yeah, that was uh, a big Maybe top 23. Look, so Look to that. recap... Tyler's top five. We've got Snap from Romania, Hope from Estonia, Hold Me Close to Sweden, Intention Bulgaria, and his number one, The River by Poland. I support your number one. Vinny's five. Go Hope with Estonia. Umama Bebebe. Romania. Romania. River, Poland, not the same Australia, and that's rich. That is um, rich. And now I'm coming for you. My top five are Jezebel, Finland. I am Israel. Guilty Pleasure, Croatian. Hold me closer, Sweden. And not the same, Australia. And Sky's top five are Die Together by Greece. Stripper, San Marino. Three, Guilty Pleasure, Croatia. Croatia. Two, The Show from Denmark. And number one, Snap, Armenia. Are we locking in our answers? We're locking Lock them in. in. Lock them in. We're locked in. All right. Oh, I'm kind of a little bit raging now about Snap. <laughs> I've got FOMO. You just locked it <laughs> in. Just locked it in. You locked it in. You're locked in. The good thing is that we've all got Snap, or we've got Snap um, mm. in our top five. Oh, I really but I certainly haven't picked mine based on their chances of winning. I've picked them based on how much I enjoy I them. think all mine can win. I'm going to do a top five. That's good. That shows commitment to your... Um, I think we're going to win it. I think we're yeah. going to win. I think we're going points. to have to um, give someone the winning. So out of the four of us, whoever, yeah. the most who gets into the top and based on their places, we're going to have to work out a yes. place. So someone's on yeah. the overall. Yeah. Exactly. Good idea. Yeah, I like that. So now we have time for special mentions. Uh, okay, so I would like to... I would like Serbia... In Corpesana. Yeah. Oh, this is what you mean by special mention. <laughs> I didn't have Serbia. So this one really grew on me, and I woke up on Saturday morning with the one of the worst hangovers I've ever had in oh, my life. Right. And this is this song and the obebe bebe obebe bebe bebe. My head was bitty. I mean, sorry. Stop for a second. Megan Markle. Have you seen the film? I actually started watching before, but you kept messaging me videos. What could be the secret of Meghan Markle's hair? Starting hair or secret? What could it be? Yeah, but get to the chorus. That's the beginning. Get to the chorus bit. This bit. Leave it. Ready? To be happy. To be happy. So that's the one that I had in my head on Saturday. And also you were sending me videos constantly of you going, 
While you are hung over look like a zombie. I think we can all agree we are permanently damaged with on Saturday. Did not leave like my brain until around like half nine this morning. Something else get out of my mouth. Let us shallow. Let us shallow. That's what that leave my brain. Do you know what that translates to? To be healthy. Yeah. To be healthy. Okay. So that was probably a, like a okay. subliminal message. Someone was but saying. maybe it's a bit of a theme this year. Be healthy. Okay. Healthy, be healthy, 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 healthy. Eat your salad. When we're dying. Okay. Who's your um, honourable mention, Tyler, that didn't make your top? Oh, give, give me um, slow-mo. I like that. Slow-mo. Yeah. It was, uh, oh, what about Disco from Slovenia too? That was a good one. Oh, do you know one that I thought um, would have got a mention was that fucking folklore is rock or whatever it is. Oh, uh, yes. Good choice. This will go straight through, won't it? Oh, yeah, it's like the matador. Yeah. And this bit. And then you know what's going on. I like that. Got it. Very good. All right, now, Vinny, would you like a bit of air time? Oh, <laughs> would you, what's your honorable oh, mention? Look, I, because I had to have the gun to my head and Romania picked into the post, I think Ukraine do deserve that, especially right. mentioned. Oh, Stefania. Yeah. Oh, God. And the video, they're just having some crack. Like, it's all about mama, there. isn't it? Mama. My mom just loving what they're doing. Like, they're having so much fun. We'll keep talking. We've got an ad to get through first. Uh, so I, there is a lot of talk that they are going to win. Mm. They're picked to win, which is a bit, if it was a great song, I get it. But, but the YouTube, based on... uh, the YouTube views is over three and a half. <laughs> Yeah, it's not my favourite. So much talent with the recorder. It's fucking great. <laughs> Look, it's no ordinary <laughs> recorder. It's about three metres long. It's like that. I've been pretty good on it before. I think you have to do it your salad too. You have to put a little... Oh, yeah. Yeah, this bird. Which one is this one? Circles? North yes. Macedonia. Tyler. I love circles. Yeah. She got a no from me. That was in my top ten, too. Wow. That was a good one too. Instead of meat, I veggies and pussy. I like them both fresh, like them both juicy. Ride my bicycle to work instead of a car. There's people with cat signs in the audience. <laughs> Go 
Special mention, do lights off the Czech Republic. Yeah, that's the one. They all start different and then they have a really different The one that sounds like Miley Cyrus. Where are you now when I miss you? This is actually very good. Where are you now? Yeah, that's actually good. I, I think that'll make the final for shares. I don't. Just okay, want that switch to win. Who's your last honorable mention? Um, they have had 17. <laughs> talk about Latvia yet? Did anyone mention Latvia? Latvia yeah. is um, a salad. But then we mentioned that, didn't we? Yeah. yeah. And Moldova? Give them a whirl. What's the song? Oh, What's that's a trench, but that's still a good one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Put that one on. Oh, is this the fucking? This isn't the. Yeah, this is a folk rock one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this will probably make it too to the finals. <laughs> oh my god, this is going to be a banger. <laughs> Let's, Let's go. go. Oh, no, we're not going to go. All right. Let's do the game. So that's, a, that's a wrap on the fucking favourites. Oh, that's going to be massive. That makes it through to the final. That is going to be crowd pleasing. Should we put on a spaceman from the UK just as a. Just do in it. case anyone from the UK is listening. Not bad. Yeah. It's a great singer though. He's got fabulous hair. Like Megan Markle. Healthy hair. He looks like Jesus. He is Jesus. Um, okay, let's do a quick whip around. Who do you think's going to win? Taking out your bias. Who do you think's going to win, Sky? Look, I think it's going to be Sweden. Mm. I actually think um, some of the more popular ballads, like I actually think Spaceman, although it's not my personal favourite, I think it might have a good go. Um, yeah. But in also saying that, that's rich, I think might have a, a chance. Oh, um, I don't, well, I think, <laughs> oh my god! I oh think my god. Have I love you. I said it's 
Poppy, it's likeable. But again, this is a rookie never having watched the competition before. So I'm only picking them from likeability. And I think, no, I think wow. I might have a chance to make it to the final, but that's it. According to the bookies, <laughs> she's going to come 35th out of 40. Oh, right. Well, there you go. She got no and only 25 are in the grand final. But you gave her a mention. Word. But <laughs> Tyler, who do you think is going to win? I, I think Sweden as well. Um, but I also think Ukraine could win. Yeah, that's too. true. That's a good point. Um, I, think, I think Ukraine's going to win. I think it could be a very big repeat of 2016 where Ukraine win and Australia comes second. But you did make an interesting point about Poland. Poland, oh, I think Poland, Poland yeah, too, that's what um, because they're helping Ukraine, um, and the song's actually very good. I just think his voice is just so powerful too. Yeah, agree. He just, totally just agree. absolutely yeah, smashes it. It is. It is a good song, Vinny. I think. Well, look, it's it's interesting because when you when you look at the jury votes and the public votes, like the juries might all say they might just like go on song only you know they might just kind of go right look at the end of the day i think the best song was the italian song or the polish song or the ukrainian song but it's the public that will come out and pip ukraine to the top if ukraine come out on top but i do think that um italy will take the crystal microphone oh you think for 2022 sandblasted well you said italy before actually yeah two yeah. years in a row i reckon they'll i reckon they'll pull it away yeah oh. okay. Okay. Well, hats off to them if they do. Yeah, congratulations. Get behind every How any country. Oh, I think this could be their third or fourth. Oh, so you're not even that worried. That's why, you, that's why you want Italy to win, isn't it? No, not that biased. They've won it three times with an additional 15 top five. Yeah, finishes. so this, this could be their fourth. Yeah. All right. We know what you think's been over. Tell us. I oh, know. I think I think that um, Ukraine are probably going to win, and I think that'll be out of a sympathy vote. And I hope, and I think Australia could come second. Well, thanks for listening to our very special inaugural Eurovision episode of Stupid Bitches Say What. We hope you liked it, and of course, enjoyed our vocal talents. So many vocal talents. Make sure to share your views on our top five, and of course, let us know what your picks are. For who will take out the Eurovision Song Contest 2022 microphone and share and like and subscribe at Stupid B Say What. Bye, stupid bitches. Bye. Yeah, that stupid bitch. Mm -hmm. He's a stupid bitch. What a stupid bitch. That stupid. Bitch. Hey, stupid, that's rich. <laughs> that's rich. I got nothing to prove, that's rich.